Hey everyone, welcome to the Craft Hot Sauce Podcast, and it's time to celebrate because it's finally harvest season. I uh, hope you're enjoying the end of your summer uh, and have some fresh peppers around in your life. Uh, last week I was doing some experimental batches. I went right to a farm right by me, taking some fresh Hungarian wax, some lemongrass, some Fresno, just having a good time with a, a recipe with not a lot of expectations. So it's a fun time to experiment, and you're going to hear a lot about experimental hot sauce with our guest today, David Van Overeem, who's going to be talking about some of the unique sauces he's made and actually share the story behind the sauce that just this summer won the People's Choice Award at Old Boney Mountain's Hot Summer Night, uh, their hot sauce competition. But before we get into the episode, we have a, a message from our sponsor, Anton Parr. Hot sauce makers, you work really hard to make a great recipe, and and when you do, you need to make sure it has that same consistency. And a big part of consistency is viscosity. Uh, Simply put, how liquidy, how viscous is your hot sauce? And we've all been there before when you dump half a bottle of hot sauce on your plate when the sauce is too thin, or been kind of turned off when the sauce is more like a paste. Uh, The Visco QC from Anton Parr is not only the industry standard quality control viscometer for major food companies, it's also the easiest to use. So people like me with no scientific background uh, can set it up in minutes uh, and be using uh, a highest quality viscometer. Uh, And you know when your hot sauce is perfect, so with the Visco QC, uh, you can make sure that it's perfect for everyone else too. To learn about Anton Parr and the Visco QC, find the link in our show notes for this episode. And now taking us into the episode is the instrumental piece produced by our guest today, David Van Overeem from Hob Sauce. Let's go. But I, I've been listening to some of the uh, musicians that you, you've been connected to, and I was I was, uh, I was doing some shopping. I, I got a cook coming up tomorrow, and I was just plugging in some Mick Crenshaw, and and uh, do I was digging it. So so Mike Crenshaw, he's a uh, let's see, okay. Well, it actually is. This all started like in the '90s, in like '96, '97. I was a teenager and my brother was a DJ for a few years before that. And uh, of course I wanted to, you know, my brother's like five years older than me. So I was always like trying to hang out with him and, and go, you know, if he was, if he was DJing at like a, a club, I would try to go. And at first, you know, when I was a little younger, like 15, 16, I couldn't go, but like 17, I kind of just like snuck in and started hanging out and then once they saw you once they never really questioned you after that so i was like hanging out at the clubs when i shouldn't have been just (laughs) partying uh actually in salem oregon oh Uh, we're from we're from la originally but we moved here in like 93 or actually to salem in 93 so we're out there partying and then i got more and more into music and watching him dj and i would try djing and then uh we we like started Salem's first rap group. It was called oh, nice. Salem's Lot. Yeah. Nice. And uh, we would travel up to Portland, which is like 45 minutes to an hour away. <clears throat> and it was more, you know, of a, a metropolitan city, uh, which we were used to. But like, we just, we moved to Salem and it's, it's just a small, you know, state capital, quiet. Um, but we would go up to Portland and do some shows. 
and we started meeting different pe- different rappers and uh mike crenshaw was one of the guys we met and he was he's older than all of us probably like 10 years older than us and so he, he'd been doing this for a long time and uh he was just really influential when it came to the, the hip-hop scene um and he's like a, a minnesota native um and uh so years went by we were you know doing lots of music and this it's probably 2011 2012 i moved back to la to work for about a year and came back and by the time i came back all my my groups that i was in kind of had all fallen apart we we stopped working Mm -hmm. together um and i ran into mike and you know i had always been in a a big production side of it Uh, i was an mc and a dj as well and i would produce beats but I don't think the MCN part was my strong suit. Like, I, I loved it doing it. I had fun doing it. Um, but so, I just knew so I, what, I, could, what, I didn't have to be the, what's that? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but like what makes a kind of a good MC, would you say? Like, I mean, you know, really being able to hold the stage together and be on point the whole time. And I, I think I was more, I was a better backup guy. I was a better supporting artist. Um, so we, we connected and I started DJing for him and I mean, we traveled all around the country. We went to South Africa. Wow. I mean, we had a lot of fun. Um, and we're still doing stuff today. He introduced yeah. me to Red Ray Frazier. So, which was more of like the live music scene. And, uh, I was DJing, I've been DJing in there in that group. And I mean, it's, it's a whole separate ball game from like the hip hop stuff, but it's, man, it, it, it's one of the things that makes me the happiest, you know? And we haven't done any shows since COVID started, so. <laughs> Man, that, that must be tough. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I just feel for, like, the musicians and live performers that, like, that is their place that they feel comfortable with. That, like, mm-hmm. a lot of times you just need to kind of reset there. And, and when that's taken away, I, I know that can be real tough. Oh, yeah, man. It's rough. Yeah. But I, I was really liking the, the music because, like, uh, I feel like it had, every song had definitely some unique beats and, and uh, like a, I think kind of like a soul feel to it. And I feel like the lyrics were also uh, came out strong. Uh, and I think like that's something that I, I like when you're listening to music, when you kind of can connect a message with the, the feel uh, of the song. Yeah, I feel pretty fortunate to work with the people I work with. They're all really professional musicians. Um, it, it's crazy, man. Like the, the things that they do all individually and how talented they are. It's, it's great. Yeah. So uh, you started DJing uh, at 17 when, when they started letting you in. Uh, mm-hmm. Was cooking and... Uh, spicy foods on your mind at all then <laughs> man it's funny me and a friend of mine uh his name's kango he actually designed the smoked cherry wood bottle um yeah kango was here the other night um and he reminded me he always reminds me like man remember we'd go out and we'd come back to the house and there would be nothing to eat but you'd always whip something up and you'd make some crazy sauces. And I mean, that was just like grabbing everything you could to make like an everything sauce that would make whatever you're eating taste fine. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, I used to I used to cook you know, as a young age, but just not not as well as I can cook now, you know? Yeah, yeah, okay. So uh, what, 
when did you start? So was it just kind of a progression of you, you would make some sauces and you kind of were getting a feel with it? Yeah, it was total progression. Like, I mean, I would, I started with the roasted habanero sauce and that was just like the traditional style sauce that I would make. I never really thought outside of that box. I was always like tomatillos and, you know, either hab uh, jalapenos or serranos. Yeah. But I started getting into habaneros. So I was like, well, I'll try doing this with habaneros and make it to where you can actually, you know, taste it and not completely burn your mouth off, but yeah. like, you know, get some good flavor out of it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, such, same with cooking, like, I learned a lot of cooking from my, my dad. He he was an amazing cook. Uh, he's from He was born in Indonesia. So That's there was bad. this dish called uh, nasi goreng, which is basically just fried rice. And um, he would make that. And the way he spiced it up was so good. And that was what inspired the uh, spicy sweet soy sauce. Uh, tell me a little bit more about Indonesian food. Is, is it on the spicier side and has like... Uh, is it some like kind of curries? Yeah, or... no, it's more it's more on the spicier side. Like there's this uh, sauce called kikap. It's like basically like they call it like it's a ketchup to Indonesians. That's what inspired the soy sauce. But you know the kikap is more of a thicker sauce. Um, that soy sauce actually is just like you know it's a lot thinner. But it you know instead of using like a like a like a bird's eye chili, I used habaneros in it. Um, yep. And it's, I mean, when I made that one, it was just like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to make something, you know, for my dad, you know, like, like, like try to try to go off the nasi goreng dish. And then I liked it so much that I'm like, man, I'm gonna have to try to put this out. Wow. And I mean, now that's like the one that everybody talks about. Yeah. I, I just tasted it. And uh, I mean, it definitely, it's soy sauce is the, the first ingredient and it mm. definitely tastes like soy sauce, but it has that nicer uh, consistency and uh, with the def yeah, I, it has a, a kick to it that yeah. comes in quick with the habanero, but it's kind of fruity too. There's a nice stickiness to it, and so like yeah, it's great to marinate steaks with. I mean, <clears throat> I use it on so many things like just on sushi too is so nice. I, <laughs> that was sushi and steak marinade. That was exactly what I, I thought to first. That's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that one won the, uh, the, uh, was it the, the best saw? Like, I know it won the top award at old, old bony mountain. Uh, so it was, it was second place. Yeah. Medium hot, okay. the medium heat division. It got second place. And I was, I was watching along virtually this year and I was like, Oh, that's crazy. I was, I, was, <laughs> I, I didn't expect anything. And I'm like, that's rad. And then at the end they announced the world's favorite hot sauce and so they uh, they announced they grabbed the bottle right next to mine, and I was like, "Oh man, that was close!" And he realized he had the wrong bottle, and he put it down <laughs> and grabbed mine. Oh man! <laughs> and I mean, I was just shocked, man. Like, I mean, it, you know, I don't know. It, it just it, it just blew me away. We're still like awesome. tripping out about it. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's uh, I, th I think it's really cool to get that recognition, just because it's. I think hot sauce is, is best when it's shared. And, and I think it's also something cool about hot sauce is that you can ship it around the country and people are like seeking for like, what is that unique sauce? What is that special sauce? And uh, yeah, that one is definitely on, on the unique side. With so many hot sauces out there, I think like you can have your 
10 different favorite hot sauces. And when you're pairing it with certain foods, like what is your go-to one for like cooking Asian style or marinade like that? A hundred percent could be it. Yeah. Uh, it's crip. It's like, I, I would sit down whenever I make a new sauce, I, I take it with me to like a taco spot and I, I, I try it on a taco. Cause I always feel like that's yeah. a very great catalyst. <laughs> and um, when I did the soy sauce, it it made the taco so good like i would compare it to my other sauces and i'm like man i think i just like the soy sauce on tacos now wow yeah yeah nobody you wouldn't think to put soy sauce on a taco yeah yep i am now (laughs) okay i I am too (laughs) yeah oh man i'm jealous yeah there's not very good tacos oh no well you just got to make them then (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. that's that's true yeah every uh every week that's that's my one of my go-to recipes. Just get that 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 nice beef chuck, and like cook the hell out of it. You know, I, I've watched uh, now that we've been home so much. I've been watching like David Chang do a lot of cooking. Oh yeah, yeah. Beef in the oven, and all he did was salt and pepper on it, and he cooked it for like three hours, and it comes out so good. Yeah. And it's so easy to do at home, and it, it's such great taco meat, man. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been doing a lot of the, the all you need. Cook- I've been doing a lot of this slow cooking just because um there <laughs> I'm here all day and nothing else like yeah oh yeah. yeah yeah so you when did you kind of start hob sauce as an official business and saying that like you're you're a hot sauce company so 2018 so 2017 my my youngest uh, or she's my oldest now um v she was born uh, the summer of 2017. And so me and my wife both stayed home for a while and I decided I would quit my job and stay home. Um, which I mean, it's just because she liked her job and I really hated my job. It was a great job, but like I, I was in the retail for years and like I was running logistics area and they just wanted too much out of me. They just, you know, early mornings late nights and i just knew there was no way i could be around enough you know if i continued there so i had the opportunity to stay home because you know how childcare is ridiculously expensive yes. so especially here in portland man, it's ridiculous and we got through the first year you know kid that she lived and <laughs> and um uh, and I was, I had to figure something out, you know, I was going to go back to work or I, my idea was, okay, I'm going to be a coder. <laughs> and, you know, cause I mean, I like dabbling with computers, but like, I don't know what I was thinking. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to school, learn coding, get a good yeah. job. Well, there's and a just lot do of something different. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just going to do something different. A lot of tech is going. Right. And I was hoping, you know, maybe I'd be able to work from home sometimes <laughs> and I was headed to a spot to turn in some paperwork and get started. And this thought in my head went through and I'm like, I'm going to start my own hot sauce company. Okay. <laughs> and so I went, I stopped. I didn't even go to the place. And I went home and I told my wife, like, I think I'm going to start my own hot sauce company. I didn't even say, I think I said, I'm going to. And she looked at me like, okay. <laughs> wow. And that's, that's she, amazing she loves hot sauce. There. She loves I know, definitely. <laughs> Luckily, she just loves hot sauce too. Nice. So, uh, and like that, 
like we were i was cooking a bunch like that summer before and even before my my daughter was born i was making these uh these like these these hot sauces on the grill just like roasting you know the habaneros and everything and then making my own sauces with not even a thought that i was gonna you know want to try to start something but sometimes i like make my own label just because i'm crafty like that i you know from making cds by hand we make our you know make our own labels for everything um but yeah that's what made me you know decide i'm gonna do this and so i was still home with my daughter and then i would drop her off at daycare and i if she wasn't at daycare, I'd have her. If she was taking a nap, I'd be working on the, the company. And I mean, trying to figure it out. I had no idea what I was doing. I, you know, I never yeah. had my own company. So that's how it all started. Musician, like being a musician, it's very entrepreneurial. Entrepreneurial, like you gotta, you gotta create. You gotta, you gotta sell. You gotta perform. Mm-hmm. You gotta weather the ups and downs. So while it, yeah. You, you might not be filling out process authorities and, and uh, all that stuff there. It's I feel like there's probably a lot of stuff that you brought over, but did anything kind of stand out? That was like, you thought made it a little bit easier. I mean, you kind of mentioned the, the craftiness and uh, I mean, your, your labels are, are awesome. They, they really stand out, but I'm curious, like what was kind of most helpful with that transition? I mean that, yeah, definitely doing our own music and producing we manufactured everything that that really helped me you know have the mindset of manufacturing these bottles and hand touching every single one and we still do it all ourselves um i mean there's a lot of you know i don't there's i have nothing against co-packers and people who co-pack but like there's definitely something real special to you know making the sauce yourself um i tried co-packing once and you know it just wasn't the same um you know not to say i wouldn't do something in the future with a couple flavors but i mean having that experience of you know building everything myself really helped and i'm a graffiti artist myself as well and um that's what helped like that's what gave gave me the idea to like make these labels real colorful and bring in like people from my crew and like give them a chance to have their own label and you know and then then i had the idea you know i'm going to work with all these different artists that i've always admired and like reach out to them and it's just been out and like now i'm working with all sorts of different artists to do these like artist releases oh that, that's cool yeah yeah because i i've uh i've been asked that before so oh, can you make like a hot sauce for for our band and i was like yeah like we, we could do something and and uh mm-hmm. yeah that, that's, that's cool with those collaborations yeah, it's just, I've done some stuff for bands. I'm doing some restaurant ones. Uh, but the artists, I just, I reach out to them. I'm like, I want you to do a label for me. And then like, you know, if we work together in the future, great. Um, and I'm just picking like my favorite graffiti artists. And uh, and then it's cool because now I know, you know, now I know certain artists that I never knew before. Um, the, 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 spicy, uh, the spicy sweet soy sauce, this one, it's, uh, well, we'll post an image for it but it's it's kind of like um it's almost like a like cambodian mat like dragon mask or, or it's something a, it's a indonesian barong oh okay yeah so that's like a a, a spirit um of the, the 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 leader of all spirits um and uh 
let's see my brother designed that label he he's wow. also a graffiti artist so that's me and my brother are real close and we you know we do a lot of the same things um he doesn't do the hot sauce like i do but he he he's a big part of this company um he designed that label he designed the pineapple habanero our thai peach um he's doing a new label for us i uh, shoot what other labels did he do ah he does a lot of work for us yeah <laughs> well as uh another person that still kind of makes the hot sauce themselves how does what's your cooking crew what, what, what does that look like because uh i'm supposed to cook tomorrow and i'm texting all my friends and my, my brother can't make it and i'm curious if you also kind of struggle with trying to get enough hands that can yeah i mean usually it was just me for the longest time um and now my partner uh he it's it's a cat that's really helped me along the way um he actually um met me at one of my shows that I was with, uh, DJing for Mike and we were selling CDs but then I had hot sauces too nice and I was he's like what hot sauces so he, he grabs them and he's like man I never expected to buy hot sauce at a hip hop show before. <laughs> and then he reached out and he wanted to he, he, he reached out and he wanted to help with the business and uh, he's been a big part of it since and uh, he, so now it's just me and him sometimes his daughters come over uh, even like my 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 mom and father-in-law they would help uh like prepping um but yeah i mean it's either just myself or me and him busting out a batch and like a batch is probably 250 to 300 bottles and so maybe we'll yeah. do two batches a day um just depending on how much we need to make but we have we have so many flavors right now that we're just constantly in the kitchen wow yeah how many skews do you guys have uh, 16 at the moment wow wow that's awesome yeah but it's funny some of them are some of them are available you know that i make available at stores and then like the limited editions i you know those are exclusively for myself for the website and then there's one shop in uh portland called ale fire uh it's like a hot sauce beer shop and they wow. get they they have uh the limited as well that's awesome yeah i uh i got to visit ale fire right when it opened up last year at the, the Portland Hot Sauce Expo. Um, and, and that was really cool because I've met a few hot sauce companies before then, like through the podcast and, and crafthotsauce.com. But it was, I, I met so many of them in, in one place at, at Ale Fire. And yeah. uh, Portland, I mean, I, I might just say it probably is like the best hot sauce city uh, actually, well, uh, yeah, I'm going to say that and then we're, we're going to get people fighting and, and trying to say their, their city is, but there, there's a lot of great hot sauce in Portland and uh, I'd imagine it might have been a little intimidating trying to kind of uh, be another hot sauce company in Portland, but from what I've seen, it seems like people are really tight in, in a great community, but uh, did you kind of sense some intimidation like uh, starting it? You know what? I was clueless, man. When I started it, I had no idea that there were so many companies in Portland. Like I, I didn't, you know, have a ton of different hot sauces at my house. Like we would eat sambal, like, you know, like the chili paste. Okay. And yeah. then I, you know, I had all the classics, of course, sauces that you'd have in your fridge. And, you know, I didn't branch out so much before I started making it because 
I don't know. I just, I usually just made my own sauces. Um, there was a couple uh, sauces that I really liked. There was this one with the, the donkey on it. It's like an organic jalapeno blend. Man, I wish I could remember the name right now, but uh, it, it's still one of my favorite sauces. It's tasty. Um, and then there was this other California sauce that I, you know, really liked. Um, but then I was trying to get into the markets and I'm like, holy shit, there's all these <laughs> companies and they're actually from here. So then I started doing my research and like figuring out who's who, you know, who's who and where. And then um, slowly starting to get to know more and more people. And I mean, yeah, everybody was cool. And like, uh, we got along really well. Everyone's been helpful. We like, sometimes we'll get together and do barbecues and they all the hot, the hot sauce people get together. It's crazy. Uh, I think, yeah, I don't know if you guys, I saw something on Instagram where you all made like a video or Portland yeah. hot sauce made a video or something but yeah bobby's sauce put together something for uh it's called sauce aid and uh yeah. we were able to raise about fifteen thousand dollars um a lot for black futures farm and then one for some for uh family mills pdx uh it was great um we all just got you know we just acting silly and singing this song together um but yeah that's how that's how cool everybody is i mean you know the most part everybody gets along and does you know like shares information with each other we or if someone's short on caps or bottles you know you can reach out yeah yeah yeah, yeah no that's uh that's what i've been finding just like it's tough to plan out stuff uh in advance and uh is your kind of time of year right now like pretty crazy when just peppers are are, are ripe and, and being harvested yeah i mean you know because of everything that happened there was this whole shift in business and like uh, not having the events really hurt us. Like we were supposed to go to New York and we were supposed to go to Cali. We were supposed to do all these things and they got canceled and we lost a bunch of money and we're just like, Oh man. But then I just, I just got into full gear and started, you know, doing all those releases. So I really transferred my business online. Um, so trying to do that and still make the sauce is, is insane. Yeah. I mean, just and, and having uh, at, at least one. Do you have multiple kids now? Like, yeah. Routine, like, so <laughs> the reason why I wasn't at that that ale fire last year, I was still at the hot sauce expo. But uh, I my my youngest, she's gonna be one tomorrow. Oh my god! Because um, this is exactly when the the fest was last year. Yeah. Um, she was just born, wow. and oh I. Like we, we, she, we just got out of the hospital and the next day or two is when the, the expo was. And I was just like stressing, like, okay, I've got to do the expo, but as soon as I'm done, I got to go home. <laughs> you know, I got to be with my kid. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't doing anything. I was surprised I was even there. I'm sure my wife was just like, come on now. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's, you know, that event is really important and um, I'm glad we were able to be there. Yeah. And I mean, if the the industry here, I mean, it definitely was a little bit intimidating. The most intimidating part was me going to the commissary kitchen and cooking sauce next to like all people who have already had uh, businesses and not just hot sauce, but just like cooks, yeah. chefs. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm not a chef. I'm, I mean, I'm not trained. I just look at all this, like looking at all that equipment and just go, man. I've got a lot to figure out. You know, that was intimidating. Like when I met Aardvark folks for the first time, I was like, I was pretty intimidated, but like 
they're so down to earth and cool that I was like, okay, this is great. Yeah. And so no one really made me feel like, you know, like, oh shoot, like, I don't know if I belong here or something. Uh, and we're, I mean, we're, we're all so different too. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. No, that, that, uh, <laughs> it makes me jealous for, for, for being out there. That's awesome though. Uh, you so, guys are a little more spread out out there, right? Uh, I mean, there, there's tons of new hot sauce companies coming out like every month. <laughs> it's, uh, I, yeah. I think it's just that it, it's catching on as like people are just seeing more craft hot sauce at farmer's markets and, and, and I think people are at home cooking more. So some yeah. people might be looking to make some cash with kind of losing a job with all the layoffs happening. So I, I think it's awesome because I think competition brings better products and, and uh, more mm. opportunities for collaboration. So it's been crazy just seeing all the, the companies coming in. Yeah, for real. Yeah. So any, uh, unique special sauces that have been on your mind uh, that, that you're working on yeah i actually have one right here oh nice um this is this one i just made the other day it's oh, there's there's more ingredients in this one than any of my other sauces there's like 16 or something ingredients wow. uh, it's a little bit spicier side it, man the color too is a nice orange to it uh, this one i'm I'm working with uh, a pizza spot. We're going to put out a bottle for them, uh, just a collaboration and like sell that their spot. It's like my favorite pizza place in Portland. That's awesome. I mean, it, and it's hard to find like, like I'm out, I'm a, I'm a little bit out of Portland right now because I, I moved out just to be closer to my, my, my wife's work. Um, so we don't have good pizza out here at all. And <laughs> I was visiting, I was visiting them yesterday and it's only like 15, 20 minute drive, but, uh, he's like looking to start a pizza place out here. And I'm like, yes, you got to, you got to, <laughs> but I mean, this is, this is a different blend of like bell peppers, habaneros, lots and lots of roasted garlic. Uh, there's cumin, there's a little bit of curry. I mean, it's, it's tasty. It, it, I didn't add anything sweet to it. I don't usually put sweet stuff in my sauces except for that spicy soy sauce. And then like, the pineapple is already sweet, but I don't add any honey or sugar to that. Um, but I, I try to stay away from the sugar and stuff. Yeah. Uh, the spicy sweet soy sauce is just an exception. Yeah. Yeah. No, sometimes like you, sometimes sugar uh, just really can balance something off and, and can add, add that extra punch to it, which is definitely. Yeah. Um, like I'll, I'll use like agave or cause I don't know. I also have a, uh, I have, I have one scotch bonnet that I already have, but I'm also going to be putting out a new scotch bonnet because I have uh, a farmer that I'm working with and he's, he's growing me like a hundred pounds of scotch bonnets this year. And I'm like, Oh man, I got to make something. with yeah. it. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, I don't, if you, if you want to talk through, cause I, I'm in the same boat, I, I'm growing my own scotch bonnet and I'm thinking uh -huh. my newest sauce. And so, um, yeah, I, I'm thinking scotch bonnet, and potentially Hungarian wax. Oh yeah. Maybe a little ghost. Uh, but yeah, what, what, what are you thinking with the, the Scotch bonnet? So, I mean, uh, Scotch bonnet is one of my favorite peppers for sure. Um, 
I I want to do something where the the Scotch bonnet flavor really comes out. So I might try to keep it real simple and just um, do like a light, like a really light vinegar to it, just you know for the for the shelf stableness. Um, but I, I just really want that 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 Scotch bonnet flavor to come out. So I'm not exactly sure what I want to add to it, but nothing that's going to overpower that flavor. Yeah. 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 Nice. But it might end up being really hot though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they, they, they have a, a good kick to it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, I've always loved um, curry, like m making curry and, yeah. and, and obviously yeah, having it. So I, I, I kind of wanted to make it more of a curry style sauce. And I've never done a tomato base with, with any of my sauces before, but mm. I think I'm going to do some tomato, uh, turmeric, uh, scotch bonnet, and uh, maybe like some kind of shredded coconut uh, or, or coconut sugar in there. And, and yeah, so I, I, it's fun when you kind of like think, okay, well, if we're dealing with scotch bonnet, like how are we going to kind of build around it and, and think? Yeah. About yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's hard to go wrong. Um, yeah, <laughs> it always trips me out when I do taste a sauce that I don't like. I'm like, what did they do wrong? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or you know, like, you know, the sauces that get real popular, you get it, and you, know, you say, you know, you get it online or something, but like, it's kind of old. You know, it's been sitting for a while before you received it. Um, just something happened, like the flavors just changed. But and you see that a lot with co-packing too. Once somebody like blows up they, and they start getting it done by somebody else that sauce just doesn't taste the same anymore yeah anyway getting back <laughs> there's gonna have lots of scotch bonnets nice nice I, I like just cutting them up and putting a little bit of fish sauce with it like yeah. with, with some rice oh man yeah my home scotch bonnets aren't growing so big this year uh, i'm kind of the same way the scotch bonnets are looking great but my, my ghost peppers actually well they're, they're coming on strong now it, it, it's sometimes it, it's funny how some of the plants like they'll uh start earlier than others and yeah i didn't do any pruning or topping this year either i was <laughs> i don't know what i was doing <laughs> tomatoes are going crazy awesome well uh i guess but before uh we wrap up um just curious if you kind of have any uh, advice for, for other folks that are kind of thinking about uh, starting their own hot sauce company or, or, or maybe uh, everybody has different shoes, but kind of like in, in your, your place a few years ago when you were kind of making sauces and, and thinking about it. I would just say, take your time and, you know, definitely, definitely know like know your sauce is probably going to end up getting better with time um not it's not not like the sitting in the bottle time but like when we first started like our sauces consistency wasn't as good just things i've learned from the cooking it over the years it's just now i mean i feel like the sauce i made yesterday is better than any batch i've ever made of it before just because you've learned how to tweak it just a little bit or reduce you know something that takes something out of it or just not put as much of something uh, so i just say take your time and and take chances as well um i don't know i feel like every time i've i've done something myself you know nothing really happens unless you really take that leap of faith absolutely yeah it, it's cool just hearing about all those restaurants that you're partnering with and i mean as much as that is 
probably you probably love doing it. It's also a good way to pivot without uh, big events, just like still yeah. selling sauce and everything. But, I am doing an event today, my first one, oh, and it's, nice. it's it's a smaller one too. So I'm a, <laughs> I got a lot to do today, but. Uh, <laughs> And then people, you know, I think another thing they should really do is, um, no, I went, my mind went blank. <laughs> I had it in my, I had an idea, but uh, never mind. <laughs> it was really important too. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, people for sure, like they're going to be wanting to try your hob sauce, but we're going to have it featured in an upcoming craft uh, hot sauce box uh, and excited to, to put it on our site. But uh yeah, people can can buy all your your whole line on what's your website and it's hobsauces.com h a b sauces.com a lot of people say hab i don't mind it's cool oh i did remember though uh what one important key word of advice is to be be ready for rejection and and be able to take rejection well because we got turned down a lot you know we still do you know and then people change their mind and you just got to keep trying like the same, going back to those same buyers and trying to sell that stuff, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Is that, a, I feel like a lot with kind of the, I guess it can be in all different parts of the business, but especially going to, to stores, trying to mm -hmm. sell your, uh, sell your sauce. It's t it sucks trying to go to stores. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I've learned a lot of, I've learned a lot on how to do it now and not, I definitely don't just go and drop off your sauces somewhere and say, see ya. <laughs> yeah. You know, you gotta really, really engage with somebody. Um, and if they're like, just drop it off, be like, nah. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I want you, uh, your mouth salivating before and you have some chips ready to go. But no, I, I completely agree with you. I've just been, doing a lot more of that this summer. And I always try to talk to the person on the phone, even if they don't uh, normally do it, but just like, so that they know, okay, I'm expecting Brian to stop by at some point today. Oh, and it's even harder right now because you got a face mask on, you're trying to talk to them yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're, we're happy with where we're at. And we're, I mean, we're in like probably 60 stores, um, not, different stores but you know some stores will have 10 20 stores but nothing real big they're all mostly oregon based a couple in washington um, so it's awesome to be out uh, in your area now that'd be cool um, hopefully that turns into something man yeah. um but i mean we're slowly get i'm slowly going out and getting you know dropping off a package here or meeting with somebody there but i'm not trying to I'm not trying to grow super big. I'm not trying to sell a ton of stuff on Amazon right now. Maybe, maybe one day. I don't know if I, I'm just, you know, I don't know if I really want to sell it on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it, it's a totally different work schedule, totally different thing, and and uh, I feel like uh, it, it's different for everybody. But I, I feel a lot of people like get into it in the first place, love making new flavors, uh, creating stuff, stuff, and, and sharing it out, and you get probably that biggest fulfillment when you're actually handing a bottle that you made yourself and then maybe they come up to you a couple of weeks later you're like holy shit like i got like, that sauce on yeah yeah i'm yeah. sure you probably get a lot of people are saying oh the, the spicy soy sauce on whatever and uh it, yeah 
yeah it's 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 a trip man I, I love i love when people reach out and tell me something that i'm like oh i didn't even thought about that <laughs> david well uh hey man i i appreciate uh you taking some time out of your busy schedule and and uh, congratulations again on uh, old, old bowie mountain and and uh yeah uh, well done with the sauces i know it's uh been a lot of hard work behind it and, and uh, keep it up man we, we, we appreciate it Hey, thank you, Brian. I really appreciate your time. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for listening, folks. Hope you enjoyed that episode of the podcast. And thank you for David for sharing more about Hob Sauce. Uh, I am psyched that we have his sauces on our website. So be sure to check them out on crafthotsauce.com and see some other stories and other themed boxes that we're, we're highlighting from other sauce makers around the world. Uh, so keep well, people. Uh, enjoy the summer while it lasts and, and the peppers as they're coming in. And in the meantime, please subscribe and leave us a little review if you haven't already done so. But be well. Until next time.